You're listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 142, and today we're talking all about every performer's favorite subject, rejection. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? My name is Maggie Barra, and welcome to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic, or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Alliance. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. My friends, I am recording this episode during a thunderstorm outside. Almost all my lights are off. I am in, (laughs) I am close to pitch darkness right now because I feel like this is going to be a very moody episode. And by moody, I mean, it's going to be real. Um, I do want to keep it real with you all. I want to make sure that we're being super transparent and honest. Um, in our conversations together. And listen, when I have people on the podcast, I try to talk about this as much as possible because I think it's just so, it's just such a big factor of pursuing a career in the theater industry. And that is rejection. And rejection is a part of life. We get rejected by friends, relationships, family sometimes, We get rejected from colleges in the theater industry. Maybe we get rejected from our dream college musical theater program. And the amount of times we get rejected from shows, from productions, from auditions. I mean, gosh, it's I've been around in this industry long enough. I've been doing this professionally since I was 14 to know how many no's you get before you get that yes. And the it, it makes the yes feel so much better. But man, I mean, it's rough. It's rough. Right? And again, I want to keep it as real as possible for y'all because I don't want you to go, the last thing I want you to do is to go into the theater industry thinking that everything is sunshine and rainbows and you come in and you audition for a Broadway show and you book it on the first try and everything's great and you work consistently for the rest of your life. I mean, listen, that is, it's that the percentages of that happening is less than 0.1%. I don't know anyone that that's ever happened to. Sometimes people go to college and then they graduate and then they book a Broadway show and that's awesome. But man, I mean, the majority of working actors don't find consistent work in the theater industry simply because of the amount of people that we have in the theater industry vying for these roles and also because of how because of how few opportunities come our way. And with theater coming back, you know, we're starting to have more auditions and callbacks and all of the things. And so if you find yourself back in the situation of getting rejected from things since things are starting to, you know, come back up, I, I want you to know that, A, 
it sucks and we are certainly not alone. But I want you to remember if you're listening right now and you find yourself in a situation of rejection or you're feeling the sense of, of failure, I want you to remember this. I heard this once somewhere and I don't know who said it, but it goes like this. Rejection is redirection. Rejection is redirection. Thank you. That's the end of my TED talk. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But let that marinate. Seriously. Whatever situation you have in your brain right now about feeling like you didn't get the job or you didn't get the show or you didn't get into the school of your dreams. I want you to know that the universe is telling you there's something else out there better for you. More right for you. And you don't know that yet, and you don't want to listen to me just yet. But I'm telling you, in a couple weeks, in a couple months, in a year or two, you're going to remember my voice saying this to you in your headphones, and you're going to say, thank you, Maggie. Rejection is redirection. And if we go even deeper, if we've never experienced rejection, especially when it comes to the theater industry, we're probably not taking many chances and therefore we are not growing. Because when we get rejected, we can at least be comforted in knowing that we took a risk, right? And these risks help us better understand who we are and where we are going. And even more so, they help us build strength and develop skills to deal with the inevitable adversity that the theater industry brings, which helps us build up resilience. And I think that actors are so incredible, and we are incredibly resilient. So don't let rejection define you. Because especially when it comes to being a performer and pursuing this as a career, many times when we face rejection, we personalize it. We make the event of the rejection itself far more than the actual event, right? We begin to identify with it. This is a failure to us. We didn't get into that dream program. We didn't get that huge role, right? And it becomes like a personality trait to us. It's important that we separate what happened to us from who we are. This goes for life. And this is what I'm learning. But it's really important that we separate what happened to us from who we are. Rejection in the theater industry is not personal. It usually isn't. Often, when something or someone or a show or a program rejects us, 
It has nothing to do with faults on our part. It just means we were not a good fit for that show or that program or that production or that theater company, whatever that is. And so if we take rejection to mean that we are unworthy, it's likely because the rejection is triggering an existing belief formed earlier in life, which is a good thing since this points towards something we might want to address, right? And I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not going to go too deep into that. But what I will say is that after patterns of rejection, it's going to become very apparent whether or not you're being compassionate with yourself. So I want you all to hear me now and start treating yourself with compassion if you aren't already. Research literally shows that negative self-talk is destructive and it's ineffective. So if I believe I deserve bad things, I will start to attract people or things that validate that belief. So if you start believing that you don't deserve to get into a college program or you don't deserve to get that role in that Broadway show, you're going to literally make that a reality. What we feel on the inside actually will manifest itself on the outside. It always does in the end. So we need to start working on responding to our inner critic with kindness and compassion. And I'm saying this out loud because I mean the same for myself. We are literally in this together, you and me. And so a helpful way of doing this is to start treating yourself or start communicating with yourself like a friend. Someone once told me, treat yourself like you would a loved one. Maybe that means start journaling and start getting really honest with yourself. But also start writing about the stuff that you do love about yourself and the stuff that you do think you're great at and the skills you think you excel at and the personality traits that you love dearly about yourself and the things that you bring to the table. Because if you were giving a pep talk to a friend, that's what you would bring up, right? So bring that up for yourself. And once you've gotten to a place where you can start to think a little bit more clearly, after all is said and done, I encourage you to find the lesson in rejection because we could easily focus on what we've lost when we experience rejection, right? Usually that's like my first thing that I think about. If I get to a final callbacks for a role and I don't book the job, I think, well, I'm not going to be able to go out on tour or I'm not going to be able to do that cruise now or I'm not going to be able to live in New York City and commute to and from my Broadway show anymore, right? I literally make it a reality for myself before it's even a reality. And so I could easily focus on what I lost when I experience rejection. But isn't it more useful to ask ourselves, what have I gained? What have I gained from this thing that happened? Because this way we can learn from the experience rather than beating ourselves even more over the head. (laughs) We can turn our adversity into self-growth and self-exploration 
And with each experience, we can grow stronger and we can become better humans and way more interesting performers. Our thoughts have a strong impact on our emotions. Our emotions, in turn, have a strong impact on our decisions and our behaviors. So if you find yourself ever experiencing some sort of quote-unquote failure or rejection, ask yourself, what is your interpretation of the situation? What meaning are you actually giving that situation? If you have a tendency toward negative self-talk, you're going to find your energy drain really fast. (laughs) So if you start thinking, oh, I should have done this in that audition, or I should have danced better, sung better, acted better, or maybe I should have made this choice, or I didn't sound as good as that person, or I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough. If you start thinking that way, oh, that's going to drain you. It's going to drain you. I know from experience. And this is going to take you away from what's important. The more you think that, the less likely it is you're going to keep doing what you love, right? And when we're battling with ourselves, we cannot possibly be present for others, right? If we're battling our inner demons, we cannot possibly be present in an audition room, right? So instead, it can be helpful to create a new belief about the situation. On the surface, maybe you lost a job. Or you didn't get into that college program. But deeper down, you gained a better understanding of yourself. Train your brain to look for the blessing, not the curse. Believe that you're protected. Believe that you're worthy. Believe that you belong. And choose To understand that rejection is redirection to something better. If you're listening to this today, I love you. I am so proud of you. And it takes a village, my friends. I'll see you next week.